Today's episode is brought to you by Big Dad Energy. Brought to you by yours truly. I am so excited. You guys are getting a sneak peek. It's not going to launch till this Friday, Black Friday, depending on when you're listening to this. But I'm not going to give you too much yet. I'll drop the Instagram in the show notes and the website in the show notes. But basically, it's going to be a brand and a company to empower proud dads, to empower dads, to grow, to be proud, all the things. I'll leave it at that. I'm going to leave a little mystery and intrigue. But with that said, Big Dad Energy coming to you Black Friday. So excited. So excited. And uh, with that said, let's get to the show. Welcome, friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in. Getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Hey, 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 welcome to Getting Magnetic. Super excited. This is a solo episode with Wade because I am feeling on fire. Passion is on fire. I just got back from a one-day business mastermind in St. George. I interviewed Justin Prince on the on the podcast a few episodes ago. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. It's absolutely incredible. And he had a conference, one-day business mastermind called Be The One uh, in St. George, Utah, where he lives. And I grabbed five or six buddies and went out and road tripped out and was there for one day. We stayed over two nights and road tripped back. And it was absolutely epic. I got a bunch of nuggets from it. I'm actually going to work some nuggets that I learned into this episode, but I just got off a training call. We're amidst this network marketing series, and I just got off a training call for our team. I was inspired. I wanted to share. And because I'm basically coaching myself, and it was kind of like a kick in the butt coaching call while also being vulnerable. And I was like, gosh, I got to share this with more than our team. I'm going to get on, I'm going to pop right on getting magnetic, get the mic out and record. So here we are. This is going to be a coaching call. And yes, it's for network marketers, but this is for life. Like whether you apply this to your network marketing business, to your outside of network marketing business, to your life, to your career, to your family, to anything, like it is applicable. So I'm super excited. Buckle up. I do have some notes, which is rare for me. Sandy and I usually freestyle. So this is going to be a little methodical. And we're going to go through like five key steps to changing your life, five steps to success, five to thrive, whatever you want to call it. I didn't even label it, but it's going to be a little bit of a tough love coaching call. It's going to be kind of like, you're going to look in the mirror after this and be like, what am I made of? Where am I going? What am I doing to get there? So let's jump right in. I'm going to give you those five keys. I'm going to give you some calls to action too, and we'll go from there. So if you're ready for this, like give me a little like fist pump or something, like wherever you're listening, raise the roof, something, get the energy going, because this is going to be an energetic episode. So a lot of you, if you haven't heard this, or if this is your first time you've, you've heard my background, just a little bit about me. Real quick background. I grew up, I didn't grow up with a whole lot. And so I thought making money was success. So I looked around who makes money. Okay, businessmen. Okay, these finance guys, Wall Street. All right, I got to go into that. So I worked to get the grades, to get 
into the school. It got into business school. I eventually got my master's degree in finance. I went into the finance world doing Wall Street type work in Boston where I lived most of my life, where I grew up. And I put my head down, climbed the corporate ladder, got to the point in my career where I was like, huh, I've, I've made it to where I set out to go. I was making you know, a really good income. I was living in the nice apartment, driving the nice car, doing what kind of the things, had the nice things, but I wasn't fulfilled. I was working for someone else's dream. I was working for their equity. They told me when I had to be at work. They told me how much vacation I could get. They approved it. It was, I started to look into the future and be like, what life do I want to create? I want to start a family. I want to be present. I want to be home every day with them. I want to work in something I'm passionate about. I want upside potential. I want exponential, like quantum leap potential Potential in my finances. I don't want 7%, 10% raises, 2% raises, whatever. So I started to think, huh, I moved to California with Sandy about five years ago. How do I live this life? I started to look around. I've always studied people and successful people. I started to see these entrepreneurs were living this life I wanted to live. But I didn't know how to become an entrepreneur. I didn't have an idea or anything at the time, but I did hire a business coach. Shout out Nick Unsworth, Megan Unsworth. I hired them. I was like, help me start a business. What do you guys do? You business coach? Okay, that sounds kind of cool. Teach me to do that. I could do that, I think. And around that time, Sandy started her online health and wellness business, the network marketing business. I remember she came to me. We looked at it together. I go, this is super smart, great business model. It's a you thing. And then six months in, I was rooting her on, cheering her on. She was growing. She was flourishing. She was helping people. She was growing as a person, as a leader. She was making an impact. And I'm like, huh. It's health and wellness, it's business, it's personal growth, it's entrepreneurship, it's sales, it's marketing, it's people, it's leadership, it's speaking. She's, I was like, these are all things I'm actually, I want to do, I, I want to grow in. And I always want to do something with her. So six months in, I partnered with her. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. But with that said, it was scary as hell. Like, I was looking at starting a business with Sandy or joining her business. It was like 95% women. I didn't see a lot of people like me. You know how scary it was to go from like big wig finance job to network marketing business with my wife with 95% women, health and wellness. Like think about that. Like all investors, like Wall Street is like, wait, what? You're going from VP in your finance firm to you're selling health and wellness products with like all these women? Like what? 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 People don't understand it. But entrepreneurs, they take risks. You got to take risks to change your life. Calculated ones, you got to believe in yourself. We'll get to all these, the five kind of keys to success that I'm working on actively. I have not mastered them all. I'm coaching myself in this episode. And so it was scary But I realized fast forward four years later, gosh, I have learned so much. The person I've become along the way, along the process has been incredible. Like that is more valuable than the money we've earned than everything is the person I've become. Now I feel like I can go do anything. You heard the intro. I'm launching a brand, Big Dad Energy on Friday. I never would have done that if I was still in my finance job, if I was still sitting at a desk. It took going for it. It took taping, taking a leap. It took taking a risk. It took growing. It took reading the books, going to the conference. It took late nights. It took early mornings. It took sacrifice. It took all these things. All right, let's get into the five, five to thrive, we'll call it. Five, five keys to success. If you can write these down, great. If not, at the very least, think set it into your mind. And there's gonna be some calls to action I want you to think on and or write down preferably. So the first key, 
first key I've learned, and this is what I've learned in the last four years in entrepreneurship, but it's also what I'm still learning and I'm still teaching myself. And these are things that I realize I need to lean into and be even better at. So I'm coaching myself and I figure if I can coach myself, maybe I can help someone else listening. So the first, you can have your excuses or you can have results, but you can't have both. You got to pick one, pick one. Your excuses you've always had, you want to keep living the life you've got, stay with the excuses. Or you can have the results, the dreams, the goals you're going after, but you can't have both of them. And what you need to do there, what you see all successful people do, and they could point to a point in time where they made a decision. And what does decision mean? It's actually Latin. Cision means cut. D means off in Latin. So decision, cut off. You have to cut off any other way, any other result than what you're working towards, than your goal, than your dream life. When you cut off, when you make a decision, I am doing this no matter what, I am doing this until, and we'll get into, we'll get to the word until, you make success inevitable. It doesn't, you don't know how, you don't know how long it's going to take, but you'll make it inevitable. And you know what the other thing is? In, in network marketing and entrepreneurship, you have to be a self-starter. Network marketing is, I think, turnkey entrepreneurship. It's easier than traditional entrepreneurship where you have to go start the business, start the service, start the product, whatever it is. You're the CEO, you're the visionary, you're the janitor, you're the assistant, you're everything. You're paying for it. You're investing it likely. Network marketing is it's a golden ticket. Product's done for you. Corporate's done for you. You have leadership and mentorship. You have systems built in. You have distribution. You have everything. You just get to go be the face of it, an entrepreneur, the networker. Pretty, it is actually simpler than we all make it. But you have to develop an entrepreneurial mindset because an employee mindset does this. And I know because I've had an employee and I've had an entrepreneurship mindset, I've had both sides. And I started out with the employee mindset. It was employee mindset says this, this and this is what I used to do. I'd wake up in just enough time so I could like rush and scramble out the door. I would, I actually took a boat to work in Boston and I would like kind of oftentimes have to jog to the boat because I was running that late. There was even a few times where it was, dis this was a big like ferry. It was disconnected from the dock. It was like detached, but it was only like three feet. And they knew me because I was there every day and I would jump onto it. That's how late I was. Because I was going somewhere I wasn't particularly passionate about. I didn't hate my job. I didn't hate my life. But I'm like, I'm going to the thing. I go to Monday through Friday, nine to five, probably more like eight to six. And sometimes I'd have to get home and work and sometimes weekends. And to do something that pays the bills and, and gives me a good income, but I'm not passionate about. And I just do to pay the bills, to keep living the life that I'm living. And it didn't it didn't work for me. But anyways, the back to the employee mindset was, okay, I'm a clock in, I'm gonna do my job just enough to like not get fired or hopefully just enough to keep growing and promoting and get the raise or get the bonus or whatever. And I'm gonna just do just enough. And then when I'm off, I'm off. And then I'm home. Oh my gosh. Oh, stressful day work. Let me crack a beer, glass of wine. Oh, I can't wait for Netflix. I'm in Netflix and chill just to rinse and repeat and wake up Tuesday and do it all over again. And then, oh my gosh, I couldn't wait till Friday. Freedom. I could go out. I could, anyways, you guys know. And I'm not demeaning uh, being an employee. I was one. It's ne not necessarily the life for me, but also employees are a very valuable part of this economy. 
And if you're an employee, you are very valuable. However, if it's something that you are discontent with, if you do not like what you do, if you're not passionate about it, and it's not going to build the life you want, you have to evaluate that. But the employee mindset is I'm a clock in, I'm a clock out, I'm off work. Entrepreneurship mindset, entrepreneurs, successful ones work way harder than employees, work way more actually. It's just in their own timing. It's in their autonomy. It's in their freedom. They work where they want, when they want, how they want. But hopefully it's something they're passionate about. So there's not really an on and off. You could always be on or you could always be off, which is beautiful. The lines get blurred a bit and you have to be important. It's important to be like, okay, I'm on. But when you're off playing with your family, your kids, your wife, your husband, be there. And when you're working, be there. And we'll get to that. But entrepreneurial mindset is like growth-minded. Okay, I got to grow. I got to work on me. I might have to wake up earlier. I might have to stay up later. I might have to sacrifice some things. I might have to sacrifice going out with the boys to get beers because I'm working on this big goal or this big project or this big dream. An entrepreneur mindset is willing to take risk. It's willing to work harder than other people. It's willing to move different. It's willing to do things different. You have to develop that. You can't bring an employee mindset to an entrepreneurial endeavor and expect to succeed. You have to think differently. You have to develop yourself and you have to be willing. It's a part of you. It becomes a part of you. It's a part of your DNA. You bring it everywhere. You bring it in every second, every minute, every hour of your day. It doesn't mean you're always working, but it's always there with you. You're going out, let's say you're a network marketer. You might meet someone who could be your next ace in your business. That doesn't mean you go puke on them, but it's like, I'm going to establish a relationship with this person. So number one, you can have excuses or you can have results. Very important to start developing an entrepreneurial mindset because if you bring an employee mindset to entrepreneurship, you're not going to get where you want to go. Number two, vulnerability. Lean into your vul- lean into vulnerability. That doesn't mean emotions. It means being vulnerable. One thing that I realized from my experience in entrepreneurship, I wanted, I'm, I'm like pretty cool, right? People, I think people think I'm pretty cool. And I was cool and I had this cool big finance job and I, you know, as a football player, blah, 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 blah. I had a lot of friends. Becoming an entrepreneur becomes very vulnerable. You have to put yourself out there. You're doing things different. You're getting out of line. You have to reach out to people. You have to connect with people. You have to network. You have to get way outside of your comfort zone. You have to start doing things you've never done because in order to become someone you've never been, you have to start doing things you've never done. It was super vulnerable for me to start our network marketing business with Sandy. You know why? I'd go to the events. I was the only guy. I'd look around at meetings. I'm the only guy. I'd hop on a call. I was the only guy. You, <laughs> you think it was easy That looking at that? I mean, like, oh, I should do this. There was no one like me. I could see a few people in the company that were like me, but it was rare. It was 1%. And I thought, you know what? What if what scares me so much is the reason I need to do this? So I leaned into my vulnerability. You think it was easy to say, hey, I'm doing this? People probably behind my back like, what? Wait, he's going from finance to like network marketing with chicks, selling health and wellness products. Like, what the heck is he doing? I was willing to be vulnerable and putting myself out there, willing to start. And then guess what? I was doing it alongside my finance job with plans to leave my finance job. It was all good. But Sandy and I put out a killer opportunity video in our network marketing business and it got on LinkedIn and it spread and all the investors, all my company, everyone saw it and they're like, Wade, I, we know you were doing this and we were okay with it, but now the world knows. And in finance, you know this, your contract, you can't do two businesses, even though we said it was okay. As of now, like as of today, you're fired. Just rug pulled out from under me. And it was all good. We talked after offline, off the record or whatever. 
they knew what I was doing, but they're like, dude, all the investors saw, everyone saw it. You technically can't do this. We literally have to fire you. And all of a sudden I'm an entrepreneur. I got off the call. It's like a Monday morning. I'm like, babe, I just got fired. She was like, yes, finally. We get to do this all in together. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I, did, I was so scared. I'm like, what do I do? How do you be an entrepreneur? What do I do all day? What do I do? Tell me what to do. I'm used to the employee. Tell me what to do. I'll do it. Oh, I got to show up and just do my job and then I'm done. You think getting fired and having to go all in and being a one-income family in Orange County, California, like that wasn't, that was so vulnerable. But I had a decision to retreat, go find another job or something, or go all in on my dreams, go all in on this business opportunity. And I chose go all in with Sandy. In the next 6, 12, 18 months, I, I will say we made it happen. But we got super vulnerable in doing so. So number two, be willing to be vulnerable. If you want to be too cool, you can't be cool and an entrepreneur. You end up being cool when you're successful because people are like, oh, I knew you'd make it. Oh, I knew it was a good idea. Oh, go you. Oh, so good for you. But in the beginning and up until that point, you're successful. They don't, they don't say that. You won't be cool. You got to be willing to be vulnerable. So do you want to be cool or do you want to be successful? Pick one. Third key, hunger. How hungry are you? What pain is driving you? Is it the hunger pains? Think about when you're so hungry. I mean, we don't get that this day and age because food is so accessible and convenient everywhere. Imagine you're a hunter-gatherer and you're just hungry and your family's hungry and you haven't eaten in days and you got to go out and hunt and bring back some food. Like, what are your pain points? How hungry are you? Because if you aren't where you want to be in your business or in your life, you just, you don't want it bad enough. Coming back to, you're choosing your excuses. You don't want the results bad enough. You'd rather have the excuses. It's safer. It's more comfortable. Why are you doing this? Whatever your goal is, why is it your goal? Why are you doing this? Like really, why are you doing this? How hungry are you? What you see with successful entrepreneurs, there's a hunger there. It's like, watch me. I'm going to do this. One of my guys, Eric Thomas, one of my, I listen to something to motivate me every morning. Eric Thomas, Tony Robbins, bunch of guys, but Eric Thomas is one I listen to over and over. And he has, he had a great video point, whatever you want to call it. It was when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, that's when you'll be successful. And he tells it. So there was, there was this guy, right? He wanted to be real successful. He wanted to make money. And he went up to this guru and he was like, Hey, I want to be successful. I want to make money. And the guru's like, you want to be successful? He's like, yeah, yeah, real bad. He goes, meet me at the beach tomorrow, 4 a.m. He's like, the beach? No, I'm talking about business. I'm talking about making money. He goes, meet me at the beach, 4 a.m. So next morning, guy wakes up real early, gets on his suit, meets him at the beach at 4 a.m. The guy says, yeah, come, come with me, walk with me. Starts walking out in the water. He's like, man, what are we doing? I'm here. I want to make money. The guy says, walk with me. They walk out. They get to about chest high. And they get to chest high. The guy's like, what are we doing? The guru takes his head, dunks it underwater. Let's him back up. The guru says, what do you want? And the guy says, man, what are we doing here? I want to make money. My suit's all wet. Got guru takes his head, dunks it under. Holds him a little longer this time. A little longer. The point where it's like maybe starting to get a little uncomfortable. Let's him up. Guru says, what do you want? The guy's like, man, what is this? I want to make money. I want to be successful. The guru takes his head, dunks him under. Holds him under. Holds him under. Holds him under. Guy starts squirming, starts trying to grab, starts trying to come up. Guru holds him a little longer to the point just about where he was probably about to pass out and lets him up. The guy, (gasps) gasping, breathing for air, gasping for air. Guru says, what do you want? And amidst the gas, he goes, (gasps) 
to breathe, sir. <sighs> Guru says, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, that's when you'll be successful. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, that's when you'll be successful. How bad do you want it? How hungry are you? You can go 40 plus days without food. You can go probably seven to 10 days without water. You can't go 10 minutes without air. Now, you'll probably never want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, but how damn close can you get? Will you go days maybe? There was a story in this ET story too. One day, Beyonce was so focused on recording her album and a, and a movie and everything, she didn't eat for three days and she didn't even realize. Like, she's hungry. She's focused. Point number four, do the little things consistently. Discipline is what separates people. Successful people are disciplined. And you know what I heard from Will Smith? Discipline is a form of self-love. I'm going to do this because I said I would. I'm going to do the challenge. I'm going to do the 75 hard. I'm going to do, I'm going to hit this goal in my business because I said I would. And I love myself enough to follow through on my word. Discipline is a form of self-love. And you know what I've heard from mentors? Getting rich is boring. Becoming successful is boring. In our network marketing business, we reach the top of the company. It's thrilling to hit the top, that, that moment, that month or two or three leading up, like those little moments, the closed nights, the, the wins, the, the promotions, the things. Those little moments are actually thrilling. But you know how you get there and what it's all made up of? 99% of it is made up of a bunch of boring, unsexy activity because boring overtime wins, unsexy overtime wins. Why does it win? Because people aren't willing to be consistent doing the boring, doing the unsexy things. Successful people are. They know what they have to do and they do it. And they, it's easy to dream. It's hard to execute. It's easy to dream. It's easy to have the goal. It's easy to say, I want to go to the top of the company. It's hard to execute. You know why it's not sexy? It's consistency. It's doing the little things over and over and over again. Be one of the ones who executes. And last key, number five, the word until actually guarantees your success. Let's say you want to go to the top of your company in your network marketing or entrepreneurial endeavor. The word until guarantees your success. If you say, I will persist in this until I reach my goal, you make that success inevitable. Now, you don't know how you're going to get there, and you don't know how long. You can set goals and timelines, and those are great, but you don't know exactly how it's going to unfold. But if you are willing to do the do until you get there, you will make your success inevitable. Because usually when you start a business, let's say you start a network marketing business, you're like, okay, it's not impossible because I see it around me, people who are successful. I've, I've met people. I see it online. I'm here, I started the business because it's not impossible. If it was impossible, I would have never started. But it's improbable. But the more you lean in, the more you plug into trainings, the more you plug into calls, the more you listen to podcasts, the more you read books, the more you get out in the field, the more you network with people, the more you connect with people, the more you offer what you have to offer, the more you practice the leadership development stuff. You bring improbable to like, okay, this is possible, it's not improbable. It's actually possible. I see it all around me. These people aren't different than me. What are they doing? They're just willing to do the do consistently. Okay. And then the more you lean in, possible goes to like, okay, this is actually probable. 
you start to maybe get a promotion or two. You start to build momentum. You start to build a team, whatever it looks like. You start to do events on your own. You start to do presentations on your own, whatever it is. You're like, this is actually probable. I'm starting to realize, like, I could do this. But when you, when until is a mantra or a motto of yours, when until is like, I'm going to do this until, your success becomes inevitable. It guarantees it. Because it might take you two years. It might take you five years. It might take you 10 years. But when you, when you burn the ships, there's no plan B. It's just plan A. You keep going until you get there. You will get there. So those are the five to thrive. One, you can have excuses or you can have results. Two, you got to be willing to be vulnerable. You can't be too cool. You won't make it. Three, how hungry are you? Hunger. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Four, do the little things consistently. Boring wins. Do the unsexy things over and over and over again. That leads me to five, until... The word until guarantees your success. Now, some calls to action for you guys. If you're, if you're sitting down, you have your notes out, bust out a pen and paper, or at least think this through in your mind if you're driving or something, pay attention to the road. Number one, preserve life, but reflect on this and trust your gut here. Number one, call to action. Write down your top three goals in your life for the next year and make at least one of them a business goal relevant to this episode. Trust your gut here, whatever comes to you, whatever comes to you, write down three goals in your life, personal, business, anything. Don't make them all business. Don't make them all personal. Have some sort of mix, but what are your three, I'm going to call them strategic priorities in your life moving forward. And once you get these down, outside of these three things, you have to learn to say no. There's very little room in your life moving forward outside of the things that move you closer to these three things, these three goals, these three strategic priorities. Going out and or net is Netflix getting you closer? Are video games getting you closer? Is going out all the time and drinking with your friends getting you closer? What's what's not getting you closer? What can you cut out? Is always saying yes to your family who needs you emotionally and physically that like naggy aunt who needs you to like come mow her lawn or whatever. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean never hang out with your friends, never help out your naggy aunt again, never go out for beers with the boys, never watch Netflix again. It just, you got to start to learn to say no most of the time because you're focused on these three things. That's what, that's what successful entrepreneurs do. Number two, let's focus on, you can do this for all three of your goals, but especially your business goal. Write your f- top five high impact activities in your business. Five things, what are the top five things you know that will truly move your business forward towards your goals? Top five things. That might take some time. You can pause this episode. But these are things where every day when you're like, okay, how do I build my business? Oh, wait, let me go to my five impact activities. Because oftentimes we get caught up thinking about, and it's important to think and, and think on and work on your business, not in your business. But we think about what we're going to post. We think about how we're going to do this, this, and that. We think about it, we think about it, and we never take action. What are the five high-impact activities action? What, what could that look like? Maybe one of them is content, relevant content to your business, building your online audience, building your online influence. Maybe one of them is calling or reaching out and connecting with people, networking, meeting new people, adding to your network. Maybe one of them is literally directly connecting with someone and offering what you have to offer, whatever method you do that. Maybe one of them is personal growth and development. Every morning, doing your morning routine, 
doing some level of meditation or visualization or reading or journaling or listening to Eric Thomas or whatever yours are, how do you grow your mindset? Maybe it's that. Write down your five. And when you think, okay, what do I do today? These, these five things. The more you do these five things and the magic lies in the work you're avoiding. Don't, write some, don't not write something down because it's uncomfortable. You know the five most impactful things for your business. And number three, call to action. Schedule productivity blitzes. So the human mind, there's been a bunch of science, the, what is it, the Pomodoro effect or something. We can focus for like 45 to 55 minutes maybe, and then our brain starts to like law of diminishing returns. It needs a break. So I just learned this from, from Justin Prince at the, the event this weekend, this, this strategy. It's amazing. Go 45 minutes of intense focus because focus is a superpower. Turn your notifications off, turn your phone upside down, or if you're doing something on your phone, get all notifications out there and just focus on exactly what you're doing. Shut your door, close yourself, tell your family, tell your coworkers, you're like, hey, I'm in the zone the next 45 minutes, no one disturb me. And go to work on one of or all five of these things. Maybe Probably not all five. Go to work on the next most important thing you need to do. 45 minutes in, set a timer, do a two-minute break. Do a two-minute power stance like the hands on your hips, the Wonder Woman pose, or Rocky Balboa hands above your heads, or maybe do some jumping jacks or push-ups or whatever you want to do. Get energy in your body. But it's proven when you stand chest out, hands on your hips, chin up, maybe even look in a mirror for two minutes. You could even say some affirmations. I am the greatest. I am a natural-born entrepreneur. I am a leader. I am unstoppable. I am a multimillionaire. I'm a great friend. I'm a great father. I'm an incredible husband. Whatever your affirmations are. You could even say those, but at least stand for two minutes in your power stance. That is clinically shown to increase your testosterone by up to 20%, which is going to get you going. So 45 minutes, take the two minute break. Maybe go play with your daughter. Like I might do my power stance with her, say affirmations with her, and then go back to one more 45 minute productivity blitz. So you're going to get 90 minutes of intense focus. And your focus is your superpower. you got to shut out all distractions. Because you know what? When you go check a text or an Instagram DM, it actually takes, on average, again, science, 23 minutes for your brain to get back into the flow state it was in before. So you're like, oh, I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. Oh, let me just check that Instagram DM. And then it takes, even though you don't think it does, 23 minutes for you to get back into that flow state. So to wrap it up, if you want to keep living the same life, keep, keep doing everything the same. But if you want growth, if you want abundance, if you want impact, if you want legacy, you've got to move. You've got to move different if you want different. And complacency is death. If you're not moving, if you're not growing, you are dying. Growth is life. And we all know what we need to do. We all know it. It's time to start doing it over and over consistently, the unsexy things, until guarantees our success. It's time to just do it. And what's on the other side of that discomfort is a beautiful version of you. It's a beautiful life. A new life truly starts with a new mindset. How are you growing your mindset every single day? I hope this was valuable. If it was, do me a favor. You know what keeps us going? Share it. If you haven't yet and you're fired up right now, will you take a moment? Will you share this with someone who, who would love to hear it, who would get value out of it? And will you rate and review this podcast? Because that's what keeps it going and growing. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Till next time. And have a great, wonderful Thanksgiving. I'm grateful for you. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic. Magnetic.